Sports fans, welcome to the first, the second, the fifth, the whatever amount of podcasts you've been watching of ours today, or you accidentally clicked on and you don't know why there's noise coming out of your pocket. Who or are these people? Um, I don't know. Like, no, no, that's what they're saying to us. They're, oh, why? Do, why are these guys on my phone? Or my mom is saying, "Why are you emailing me these links? You moved out. <laughs> Bye." <laughs> um, my mom likes me. <laughs> yeah, dude, your parents are awesome. His dad gives great handshakes. Oh, Just he's got that vice grip yeah. thing going on. Nice. Look, uh, you know what else hurts is that the playoffs are here, and I only get to see you for like two more crazy weeks, man. I know. It's sadness, but look, let's it, let's let sad let's let sadness turn into madness. Let's do it. That's what I'm saying, man. Mm. Let's go. Yeah. Uh, number one, Foothills Christian. Number eight, San Marcos. San Marcos, man, they are really good, but in a year where we have not had a definitive one, I don't trust that one eight gap. So I will go with Foothills Christian. I want to also segue and plug uh, one of our new projects we're working on called Trading Points, which is Bodie Da Silva and Noah Laxina together mm -hmm. hosting a discussion show in an episode that's dropping uh, probably about the same time as these are. They're going to debate who they think is going to be the clutchest player in the playoffs in all of the different brackets and i will tell you jaron nofaretti's name came up in the pre-production meetings so you got to find out if they decided to choose him but okay. man that is something where you're talking about they got some of the biggest individual playmakers in this bracket so i go with foothills to win this one i'm gonna go with foothills too um san marcos young trio of guys who are going to be around next year and are going to give teams nightmares and chris howell um devin arlington and elijah randall Elijah Randall had kind of a slow finish to the league. If he can pick it up, this will be an interesting and intriguing matchup. Um, but I like the Knights just because Derek Carter Hollinger is playing out of his mind. And I think he took offense to me going on KUSI and basically crowning Shibuzo Agbo player of the year and went out and uncorked a monster of a game against Santa Fe Christian and another monster game to finish off the year. So... Knights are going to ride again into the second round. The winner of that game will play the winner of number five, Vista, versus number four, Santa Fe Christian. This one's a tough one this to pick. But this one also is not a tough one to pick because I have, I have debated so long and hard. Do I keep up the gag of picking against SFC you in the playoffs? Do, man. man, I just can't do it because they only hit me with kindness at the end of all of those runs. Of, Jesus loves you too. Yeah, just, just, just look. It's just everyone there at that school is really nice. But also, everyone at that school is playing really good basketball this season. And they're, they are deservedly the four seed. So, I will take SFC. As always, that middle one is a slim margin. But I'll take SFC to win this. I'm going to pick Vista. I'm going okay. to pick Vista. I think... Okay, um, I'm just making sure... I, I, no, I, no, I, no. I hear any other... I think the Panthers, after that loss to RBV, um, really did some soul searching and got healthy. Um, Makai Morris got a concussion in that in that first game. And um, once he got back, they've really been on a roll. Uh, when you've got two players, the caliber of Jordan Hillsock and Kai Morris playing at their highest level in this type of field, that really matters. Um, I think that they go in and they get the narrow i think this is going to be the game of the night and I, but i'm going to pick vista next game on the other side of the bracket is number three tory pines number six poway man love seeing poway and sfc 
just coming in and kind of breaking up the recent mold of open division teams. Yeah. Uh, does the magic here, continue here. for Poway, or is this Torrey Pines game? Uh, it's Torrey Pines. I mean, it's hard to win in the Olive Garden um, in a regular season, let alone playoffs. Uh, I think Bryce and Michael Pope are out to prove something. And Brandon Angel, quietly, has had a really good year for them. Really good year. Why you got to steal the one little intelligent nugget of basketball I was going to try and oh, drop, man? So I was going to say that with the size of Poway, this one comes down to whether or not Brandon Angel can get active in it yeah. because he's he is the identifiable big man for Tory Pines this year. And you, you Noah Vieira. Vieira is 6'8". Okay, does fair enough. Things. Travis Snyder coming off the bench, Victor Navi. I mean, they've got size. I mean, they've got size. I like the explosiveness that Angel provides. Yeah. I was going to say that he's going to be my player to watch whether or not he can help tip yeah. the scale in their favor because Poway does have endless interior size that could my goodness. grind this game to a 36-39. I mean, you've got the Shepard twins. You've got Tanner Swindle, Cole Stevens at 6'9", who's playing really good basketball. I think this game comes down to the guard matchup between Bryce Pope and Adam Sevier. Last game, Mission Bay Saints. My goodness. This is insane. How is this a first-round matchup? Because CIF is good to the people, and they provide us what we need. All right. This, well, is, this, this is the matchup not that we wanted, that we needed. This is. Um, a little bit of background, though, coming into this game. On Twitter, I mentioned a game from uh, a team from about six years ago, the 2013 Lincoln team. Okay. This was a team that was dead in the water coming into the playoffs they, because their two best players, Tyree and Tyrell Robinson, had missed the most of the season. Tyree with an injury, or Tyrell with an injury, Tyree looking at schools and trying to figure out where he was going to play college football. And then on the eve of the playoffs, they both decided to come back. Beat the force, uh, beat the five seed Morse in the five twelve game. Beat four seed to San Isidro in the in the next in the twelve four uh, quarterfinals before running into Lacosta Canyon. Okay, so, what's the parallel with this one? Boogie Ellis is back. Boogie's back. And I don't think a lot of people thought he would be back. There was some skepticism as to why he was out, but he came back on the eve of the playoffs, and I think it totally changes the complexion of this matchup. Uh, I tepidly am going to pick Mission Bay in the upset. Um, no, you don't have to put it in air quotes because technically this is an upset. But Mission Bay was the preseason number one and everyone's runaway preseason number one. I think they returned back to that form. I think the biggest thing that has changed over that time is that the team now understands what they have to do to get back to where they were. And I think they get it done. And I think that's going to be the surprise of the bracket. Well, I think that uh, for, for as eloquent as you speak on all mission-based successes, I want to talk about Saints for a little bit because this is a young team that if they had been flipped and they were in the seventh seed this year, I think we would all have said, well, that's, that's right where they – I mean, that's, that's, that's awesome. Like, they're moving on up. They got to get – but they're not. They're the two seed. So I think it's safe to say that right now they're playing with just a little bit of house money. They got that anything that goes this year is just great because next year we're going to win a state championship because we have all of these kids who've been through yep. so much together. So I really think that right now you're going to see a relaxed, loose vibe coming out. Uh, I don't know about Hopped being relaxed and loose. Um, as, if we're in the building, Mike Hopped is not happy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
if we're yeah no like he sees me and he just does this and he's like I'll you know see in the parking lot like um, this is gonna be a good game this is gonna be a great game I want to see this though I want to see Chibuzo Ogbo and I want to see him go for you know twenty something thirty something I want to see Boogie go for twenty something thirty something I want to see this one just. I, I want to see everybody have a really you good game. You want the stars to come out. Yeah, like I want there to be no room left at the end of this one to be like, oh, well, they just had a bad night. This team had like, – I want the winner of this game to roll on and win this overall championship. And you look back and go, man, that was a treat to have the final really actually played in the first round. Agreed. Any final notes on this? Um, I'm just really excited. I think that this year, um, like you mentioned, a little – a breakup of the nor- – what what did um what did Fresh say? A breakup from all the monotony, all this hardcore hardcore dance has gotten to be a little bit out of control, smooth dance. Summer, I'm gonna say yes. Summer, summertime. Yeah? Sure. So the breakup of the norm that we've gotten used to, the same eight teams playing for the same open division title. Kudos to Santa Fe Christian, kudos to Poway, kudos to all the teams that have really, you know, stepped their game up. Valhalla. I mean, this has been a year of parody, a year of surprise. And to everybody, just, you know, go out and play every game like it's your last. I know it's a cliche, but, you know, cliches come from somewhere. Heck, yes. Thank you very much for watching this one. We hope you either have just finished watching all the other ones or are just about to go watch all the other ones or at very least just click like, rate, reviews you don't even have to listen to it you don't have to listen to it just follow us and we will love you for it um thank you very much we will talk to you after the next round sports fans what's going on sports fans we just drank some water we're a little bit recharged oh Uh, i got my second win pimp whoa um i'm very curious if we're allowed to say that word on a high school sports show um well (laughs) leave me alone man fair enough uh we i'll tell you to go right now let's Let's go let's go so let's talk about some division one basketball the playoff brackets are out everybody is upset everybody is happy nobody is peaceful i got text messages from coaches questioning the math i mean it's it's all it's just bedlam right now oh man if anyone wants to text me and question the math. Get man, down in his DMs. Fair enough, man. You know? The last coach that that slid into the DMs, I've been dating her for three years. Um, uh, hey, she DM'd me to complain, though, about about the lack of coverage. Uh, all uh, I'm saying is that can be a crapshoot, my friend. Hey, Davion Faber, man, you know I'm waiting. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, Let's go. So, Cathedral Catholic, the number one seed, they get a huge dub last night man. against Saints uh, to... Not really do anything in terms of actual league or anything, but just create some hype and some yeah. rumble and some whatnot. They will take on the uh, number 16 seed Canyon Crest Academy, as we do in all brackets. One versus the field. You take in Cathedral, you take in the field. I'm going to take the field. I like it. I will take the field as well. Cathedral Catholic, Canyon Crest, though, for this first matchup, who do you like? Cathedral. I like Cathedral as well. Uh, moving on, the winner of that one will play the winner of Christian versus Rancho Bernardo. Man. Now... As much as I want to say that this one will just actually be a slam dunk competition between uh, Drew Drew Cissé and Jackson Larson, and I think that that would be fun to just let both of them cherry pick lob balls and see who can get more of those. Uh, The rest of the team does have to actually contribute and play. I like Christian right now by the slimmest. Like This will be a one-point – this is a a coin toss game if I've ever seen. You know – uh, a couple of weeks ago on Prep Hoops, I wrote a story about the little big men, the sh- uh, best mm-hmm. under 5'10 players in San Diego. 
you got two of them in this game, Roman Wright from Rancho Bernardo, and then you've got uh, Miles Williams from Christian. I'm looking forward to hearing about how that matchup plays out. But I think that the matchup that's going to decide this game is going to be Kobe Sanders versus Sam Rex. Okay. Um, I think Kobe Sanders gets the best of Sam Rex in this one. I'm picking Christian. Again, a really narrow victory. Moving one bracket down, we got number five, El Camino, hosting number 12, Sarah. I like El Camino. I don't love El Camino. This is another one where we're talking about some toss-up stuff. Sarah has been really tough to a lot of road opponents this year. Alex Bell is... I don't understand why people don't talk about him more. He's had a huge season for the Qs. Alex Bell. Alex Bell. Alex Bell. Alex Bell. Alex Bell. Bell. You know? Alex Bell. Alex Bell. Alex Bell. Alex Bell. But I'm picking El Camino. <laughs> I'm picking El Camino because I, because I think that Tyson Robinson and Kiave Love, two sophomores, are playing excellent basketball at this point. And if Brad Yasukochi can just provide a slight bit of resistance to Alex Bell, I think that's going to be the deciding factor. Next game, La Jolla Country Day, the four seed, will play the 13-seeded Orange Glen. This La Jolla Country Day team is one of the reasons why I take the field Mm -hmm. versus Cathedral Catholic, so I obviously like them in this game. You know, they kind of played possum toward the end end of the year. I mean, nursing a ton of injuries, holding some key guys out of some games down the stretch. If they're healthy, which um, I talked to Ryan Meyer this morning, and it looks like they should have everybody back they're dangerous as a four seed. So I'm going to pick Country Day in this one. Next one down, number three, Francis Parker versus number 14, Mission Hills. Parker, the defending Division Two champs. Mm-hmm. They get a decent home seed in this D1 playoff. So I like them to continue their hot postseason streak. Agreed. I think that they've, you know, one thing they've got is senior experience. And even their juniors have, you know, senior experience, you know, in Kimo Ferrari, a guy who's started at Saints, started at Parker, and is one of the better players in the section. Mission Hills, really young this year. Yeah. Don't start a senior. I think they only play one senior any significant minutes. Their time is a couple years from now. Parker's time is now. The winner of that game will play the winner of number six, Moderate Catholic versus number 11, La Jolla. This division one bracket, I tend to, I, I, I am picking this year. It seems a lot of the higher seeds, so I will pick modern day Catholic to pull You're this one out. Picking against your school, look, bro. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta pick narrow lanes to drive in. So right now, my La Jolla chips are pushed in on the girls' water polo team okay. because we housed Cathedral Catholic uh, a so couple of days ago. So what you're saying is you have a chance. No, we'll lose to Bishops in the finals. We always do. It's a horrible existence as a La Jolla sports fan. It's a truly awful existence. I get so disappointed oh, all the time. I'm picking Modern Day Catholic. Um, next game, number seven, LaCosta Canyon versus number 10, Helix. It's mm. a pair of teams that sort of ebbed and flowed this season. They would have a huge win. They'd have a, a heartbreaking loss. Huge win, heartbreaking loss. So it's hard to really know who we're talking about in this one. I like Helix just by the slimmest of margins to be my one upset I'm taking in this first round. LaCosta Canyon has the pieces to be an open division team. Why they weren't an open division team is an absolute mystery to me. Um, With that said, you know, you start a new chapter in the playoffs and hope springs eternal. I'm going with the Mavs. I think if the Mavs get by Helix, they get by Montgomery in the second round. Well, speaking of starting a new chapter, Montgomery has started a new chapter in who is the South Bay League champion. 
South Bay Mesa Lee, isn't aren't they all? Isn't it South Bay Metro Mesa? Metro, Metro, it's Metro Mesa, Metro South Bay. Oh, it, look, bra, you cannot be switching up league title names from sport to sport. I'm too old <laughs> to know all these differences. Look, Montgomery, something there. There was a great transition hidden somewhere in the weeds. I will let the one that writes for a living actually deal with the big flowery. Oh, very nice words. Um, all you need to know is Montgomery's playing. Kyle Perinata is is probably going to start shooting two balls at a time just to <laughs> you know speed up the let's get the running clock going. Like yeah. it's going to be it's going to be a big win for Montgomery. You know it's it's interesting though. I, I think. I think if Patrick Henry's guard play were just a little bit better, they could actually give Montgomery problems because of the six foot seven kid they have in the middle, Dexter Stratton. But they aren't, I mean, their guards are young, they're inexperienced. Montgomery's are not. You have a fifth year senior. I mean, so, sometimes you don't need to even extrapolate out the reasons to just say Montgomery's just a really good team with a lot of good shooters, and you're, 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 but, you have a tough but, test there. Yeah, but I, but. As much as I know Montgomery is going to get past this game, if Lacoste Canyon gets into the next round, which we'll talk about more in depth next uh, next time, that's going to be a tough one for Montgomery. Deal. Well, you know, uh, that will do it for our Division One Bounce around. Check out all the other divisions. This man is bringing some of the best broadcasting he's ever done in his entire life. Thank you. Um, yeah, man, it's like it's like we're like we're the like seventh inning of a no hitter right now. He's about to close it out with the open division Let's playoffs. Go. Let's go. Let's go. What's happening, sports fans? Thank you very much for sticking with, just joining, tuning back in, whatever the heck you're doing. However, you stumbled upon this uh, lovely sports enterprise that we call San Diego Prep Insiders High School Basketball Coverage Division Two Edition right now. Now this is one that uh, is is a. There's a whole drama and whatever. We don't need to talk about that because we're now just talking about the finalized edition of this. Games to be played on Wednesday of next week. So what do you say we dive right into it? Um, I want to ask you this first question, Aaron, because Rancho Buena Vista in the top 10 conversation all season long. They win the number one seed. Let's do RBV or the field before we get into this. The field. I will take RBV. Um, so that being said, our first game, Rancho Buena Vista, the Longhorns at the one seed will take on the 16 seeded Grossmont Foothillers. Obviously, I think that Rancho Buena Vista is able to win this whole bracket. So it goes without saying, I think they win this game. I do too. Um, that's all we need to do sometimes. Next one, the Scripps Ranch Army-Navy game. I've seen this one played already this season, and I think Scripps Ranch pulls it out again. Okay. Um, when was that game played? I mean, a minute ago. No, I mean, was it before transfer uh, be- December? or was Dude, it- I couldn't tell you what I had for breakfast this morning. Okay, because if it was before December, I, I think you got to throw, um, throw that out. I'll tell you what. In about eight minutes, I'll find it on our Instagram, and I'll tell you. Okay. I'm going to pick – Tepidly pick Army Navy on this one as the nine seed getting the upset. Uh, ever since they added Kobe Haraway to the lineup, uh, it's it's been you know smooth sailing for them for the most part against teams that are you know of their like you know uh, of their like caliber. Obviously, they play in a really tough league. Uh, Scripps Ranch you know plays in a a league that's competitive for where they're at. Uh, but I like being battle-tested out of the Coastal League, and I like Alexis Marmalejos, Kobe Haraway, and those guys. I think they're going to get the upset. Fair enough. As I continue to look for when I watch those two teams played, we'll move one bracket down to the number five, Olympian Eagles and Gio Martinez taking on the number 12, Point Loma Pointers. 
I'll go Point Loma for the upset here. I'm going to go Olympian. Um, they just the, the the speed. It was December 21st. Yeah, so it was right before Kobe Haraway um, was eligible. Uh, I'm going to go Olympian. I just think they the style of play, you know, press the ball pressure, things like that. Uh, Point Loma's guard play has been spotty at best this year, um, and I think that that's going to be the deciding factor. The turnovers were going to get high. Olympians are going to get out and run it, and they're playing at home. Our next game, as we move on to the winner of that game, we'll play the winner of this game. It's number four, Bishops, number 13, Lincoln. It's an interesting one. I think Bishops has a lot of underrated shooters, though, um, from beyond the arc. So I will go with Bishops winning this one. I'm going to go Bishops, too, but this is going to be a close one. Um, Jeff Harper-Harris has done a really good job turning the season around. I mean, they were, uh, as recently as three and a half weeks ago, they were the 18th seed in the playoffs. I mean, in, in Division Two, They weren't in the playoffs. Come all the way back to get to the 13th seed, seven and three in league. They haven't lost since losing to uh, East Lake in January. I think they've got a lot going for them. I think this is going to come down to the wire, but I think Bishops narrowly pulls it off. Moving down to the other side of the bracket, Carlsbad, the number three seed, takes on the number 14 seed, Oceanside. Uh, Carlsbad's really good this year, as we saw with their win against uh, Torrey Pines. Obviously, they are not a runaway favorite dominant in this category, but you still got to think that they win this first round matchup. I think this is the team to beat in the field, period. I, I think that I think that they've got, with Jalen Nelson in the lineup, they've got a legit um, point guard who can really win you some ball games with his decision-making and his ability to score and play make. I like them to win this game. I like them to move on to the championship. I like them in this field. Well, you liking them to move on is really interesting because they have a potential for something ah, fun. There we go. Yeah. Uh, the next game, the winner of Carlsbad and Oceanside will play the winner of Mount Miguel and Otay Ranch. Now, last year's Division Three championship was Carlsbad versus Mount Miguel for 70 trillion overtimes. It was some UConn-Syracuse level stuff. Uh, and... Now Mount Miguel, the sixth seed, is going to take on the 11th seed at Otay Ranch for a chance to move on. You mentioned of the field the team you would pick. I was thinking Mount Miguel because of their physicality interior. But regardless, I will think that Mount Miguel wins this one to move on to a wonderfully juicy plot line of a rematch. I'm going to go with Otay Ranch in this one. Okay. Um, Otay Ranch actually has had a really underrated year. They've got a couple of kids in the middle who um, plug things up. Uh, Colby Yates is one of them. And then the other one I really like on the team is Raekwon King. Uh, 6'3", athletic wing, you know, averaging 18 points a game. This is the type of team that gives Mount Miguel trouble. I'm going to go with Otai. Fair enough. Uh, last corner of the bracket to talk about. Number seven, Escondido. Number 10, Mira Mesa. Both of these teams are officially league champions. Yep. You should go check out our league championship edition podcast. Um, I will go with Mira Mesa. I think that Mira Mesa is a team that, despite a couple of losses during the season where you kind of scratch your head and go, ooh, that was confusing. They have the playmaker-y, athletic-y vibe that you look for in a playoff team. This is going to be the closest game in the bracket. Um, Escondido, tough at home. Um, you know, they've been playing they, – they ran through the Valley League, I mean, yeah. with very little resistance. I got – I drove all the way up to Ramona thinking I was going to watch, like, you know, Ramona – you know, win that game and set up a winner take all on the in the final week of the season, and Escondido just completely blew up that plot line. With that said, Noah Tumlin in this game. I mean, how do you 
How do you stop him if you're PJ Baldwin? I know he's got his work cut out for him. I'm gonna pick. I'm gonna pick Miramis as well, but. Don't be surprised if Escondido wins this. Fair enough. Our last game, Westview, Benita Vista. I have no more issue. I'm never picking against Westview in a first round anything ever again. I know they're the higher seed in this one, so it's not going to technically be an upset. But look, man, they ruin people's brackets for days. So I am done picking against Westview until next round. I'll pick them. Westview. All right. So we agree on that one. It seems to be that we agree on a lot of things. We also both sound like we're sort of running out of voice. So I will just say goodbye, folks. Hello, sports fans. Thank you for wasting your weekend watching the two of us absolutely just flap our gas baggery around and uh, be as annoying and and hot takery. We're here to insult teams, not be well-researched. And both of us are running on fumes, so forgive us. My body has been, my my blood has been replaced by coffee. Um, I'm I'm like a dark mocha (laughs) right now. Um, So uh, you're a Joe is what you're saying right now. I was going more. Yeah, we'll go with that. Um, Division three basketball, it's playoff time. If you want to talk about what has happened, you can jump over to our league recap final mm-hmm. edition. Right now, though, we got to talk about something. Playoffs are here. Yeah, yeah. And um, big things are going to happen in this Division three bracket because this is right where you get into that sweet spot of teams moving in both directions through the division system in CIF and you get some big schools mixing with some small schools. You get the programs on the, like the meteoric rise. You get a classical one or two that is having a bounce back year. Division three is a real sweet spot that proves that the CIF system does actually provide some good competitive balance when it's at its peak. So right now we got to talk about number one, Sweetwater. They won league again, Plug in the league one. Go watch that league championship. Uh, we get it all done for you in about three minutes. Um, Craig, CJ, that whole interior big man presence that Sweetwater brings, very interesting. Santana has a tough road cut out for them. They do. Um, I'm going to pick Sweetwater. Not much else um, to say about that matchup. Yeah, fair enough then. Uh, the winner of Sweetwater Santana will take on the winner of Tri-City Christian San Ysidro. This Tri-City San Ysidro is the 8-9 game, and I always love this because it is so easy to pick that 9 seed to get an upset. So I'm going to go with San Ysidro getting the upset. I can tell you right now that the one, the most unhappy person, the unhappiest person in San Diego right now is Terry Tucker. He was the sixth seed at one o'clock in the morning. He woke up to find out he was the nine seed because one of his games against CETYS Setis, which is a team from Mexico, did not count in the calculations for the bracket, which slipped him from six to nine. And now he's got to travel to the opposite end of the county to play a pretty good Tri-City Christian team. With that said, I'm picking San Isidro because they've got one PO'd coach and they've got arguably one of the four best players in the bracket in DJ Dudley. On uh, the one down of this side of the bracket, number five, University City uh, will take on number 12, Coronado. In the last 24 hours, we've seen University City drop the league championship to San Diego and Coronado drop their final game to, to Madison, Madison that was replayed like 73 times or something like that because <laughs> of a leaky gym. Uh, so both of these teams this will count as a big bounce back mm-hmm. to turn right around and get this first round W. I think that University City can edge this one out. They have, a, first off, Ben Bruce, who, as we have seen now, is the biggest celebrity in high school sports ever. 
Um, so they have him, which, you know, if Ben Brewster starts bouncing things, automatically they'll win. But they, they have size. They have athleticism. I think they have the edge in this matchup. This is going to be one. This is going to be a really close one because Coronado actually beat UC the first game of league mm-hmm. at University City. It's true. They returned the favor. UC went to Coronado. Coronado's better on the road than they are at home, um, which, you know, it says a lot about them. I'm still going to pick UC, but I think this is going to be a, a three to four point game either direction. UC, Casey Grantforce, um, Benito Hurtado, 6'7, six, 6'5 six, in the middle. I mean, that that's tough as it, as it is. But I think the barometer in this game is going to be Kaysen Dickerson, the point guard for UC. Mm-hmm. If he gets off to a hot start like he did last night against San Diego, um, I like their I like their chances. Conversely, Coronado has a potential all-league first-teamer in Caden um, Gentry, who's had a really good year. Uh, junior colleges, if you guys are interested in a two-guard um, who can light it up, please let me know. Caden's uh, you know Caden's open and available for that. I uh, gotta plug my scouting service every now and then, but hell yeah, you know I, I, you know it's a grinded out game. It'll be played in the fifties, but I'm gonna pick UC in a squeaker. Winner of that one takes on the winner of San Diego and Granite Hills. I'm just gonna go ahead and say that I want San Diego. I'm picking San Diego. I need San Diego because why not have a San Diego versus University City rematch for the third time this season? Like, like that's how that that that's how you add this intrigue to the postseason. So I'm going to take San Diego. My heart can't take another one of those. I'm going to give... So you're going to go Granite Hills? Uh, no, I, I'm going to give Granite Hills a lot of credit. Uh, they have bounced back, you know, pretty well this season. I mean, obviously last year was a down year for them. Um, McKay Roberts has had a solid year um, out in East County. These two teams played before um, in the beginning of the season. <coughs> San Diego won the game. <coughs> frog by 17 but i think this game will be a little bit closer just because it is a playoff game uh but i'm gonna pick san diego i'm um i can't pick against my own kid anymore. i think i think that's all you just need to say on that one as you battle through the delago there um del norte versus hoover is the number three i was hoping you'd pick up on that no one else gets my jokes um del norte the three hoover the 14 hoover a team that all season long it seemed like man they're just about to break out of this man they're just well homie by the way (coughs) and then hit the cough button man come on now um so uh Hoover, Del Norte. I'm gonna go with Del Norte. Alex Moore and company. They're just they're good this season. It's just a good it's just a good Del Norte team. There's no reason to pick against them. Um give me a reason to pick against them. Hoover Hoover's one of those teams that just beats you up physically. You know, they really do mix it up. I'm picking Del Norte too. But tepidly. But very tepidly. Um I, I just I, I think that if Hoover can, if Hoover can actually, you know, Hoover's big problem has been consistent scoring outside of Wayne Hampton. Yeah. If Andrew Peters gets going, this is going to be a barn burner. But Del Norte has got the pieces to move on. Next game, number six, Ramona, number eleven, San Diego Academy. Winner of this one takes on the winner of Del Norte Hoover. I will go with Ramona. I'm going with San Diego Academy. Um, defensively. They're one of the toughest teams in this bracket. I think defense wins championships. Ronnie, Arena, or Beeb are a pair of players who have just, you know, because of, for one reason or another, they've kind of slipped below everyone's radar um, over the course of their career. But they're two of the toughest guards in San Diego. And if they're not, you know, 
if if you're if you win, you're going to leave with a black eye. But I actually like the Mustangs team in this one. I think that physically they will get the job done. One bracket below that, we got Sage Creek versus Madison. Sage Creek the 7, Madison the 10. I will go with Madison. They've played a couple of really big games this year that they've won. So I think that they're they're in a, a, a truncated, short enough season that now it's winner go home, winner go home, winner go home, that the, the cream will rise to the top, and I think that Madison takes this one. This is a very interesting matchup because you got two contrasting styles. Madison relies heavily on its guard duo of Keyshawn Bradley and Donovan Bosch. Um, Keyshawn Bradley's had an excellent year below the radar as well. Sage Creek likes to slow it down, likes to get into the interior, but Madison has the pieces – um, to you know, deal with Nick Sonk and uh, James Ellenstein in, in the interior. I'm going to go with Madison, too. Fair enough. The last game, the winner of, uh, of Madison Sage Creek will take on the winner of Valhalla, Southwest El Centro. Dude, this one is out of control. Valhalla has been too good this season. There is no way they're going to lose this game. I can't see it either. Um, go Dom Safarda. Thank you very much for joining us for the Division Three edition of this. Bounce around, D4, D5, D1, D, whatever you want to listen to. We also have our league champion. Delightful. Oh, my goodness. Well, on that note, we'll say goodbye. Happening sports fans, the reason both of us are smiling <laughs> is because we're about to unhurl some nonsense at you for the next 10 minutes about. Uh, oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. Look, uh, the buddy cop rides again. Um, we're back at it. Uh, it's the Division Four boys basketball playoffs. A Bergen in the building. I can't do that kind of intro. Um, so I, I'm just going to say this. This bracket, to me, there's a legitimate way to analyze this, but there's the way that I just kind of want to push all my chips in on. So what I will start with is uh, a congratulations to our top-seeded team, Southwest San Diego, to move from winning Division Five to the, the first seed the in, in, division, in Division Four. That's pretty, like, that's pretty solid, man. That, that's something that... I would say a very small percentage of teams are able to make that transition. By the end of last season, I mean, when they made their run in the D5 state playoffs, I even said to myself, they might have they might have actually finished in the quarters or semis or maybe even the championship game of Division Four last year. So they're right where they need to be. So first thing we have to talk about is that the, uh, the Southwest San Diego Raiders will be playing the winner of a play-in game between Calipatria and Vincent Memorial. Uh, Vincent Memorial just won league, as we addressed in our league uh, championship edition, which you need to jump over and check out. So Calipatria, Vincent Memorial, uh, break that one down real fast for us. As I said, winner of that goes on to take on the number one seeded Southwest San Diego. I'm going to pick Calipatria in this one. I think they beat Vincent Memorial this year. Um, and pretty handily, if I don't, if I recall correctly, uh, Vincent Memorial gets the home game though. That's pretty awesome. Yeah, you know, so uh, Calpat has their work cut out for him. Got to travel down to the border, um, but I think they get it done. Fair enough. Um, winner of that one will take on Southwest San Diego. Let me just start with this before we get into all the other brackets. I'm willing to say, are you going to take Southwest or the field? I'm taking Southwest. Fair enough. I will take the field. I just think that back-to-back -back championships, two divisions up in a row, is that's a stratosphere to shoot for. Um, so Southwest San Diego will take on the winner of Calipatria versus Vincent Memorial. These games will all be played on Tuesday. Mm -hmm. So uh, I'm so confused why it says the 13th I on the quarter. A, and I the think it is the 13th. 
look, these games are going to be played either Tuesday or Wednesday, depending on who is putting all these scores into max preps. We're working with what we got here, Linda. It um, it's, thir- it's the 13th. It's the 13th. Games are, games are on Wednesday. Um, so scratch what I said in the D5 bracket. Um, our, uh, our next game is the 9-8 bracket, uh, and that's El Cap versus Victory Christian Academy. Victory Christian gets a split of a league title. Winner of this one moves on to play the winner of the Southwest San Diego game. I'm going to go with Larry Oldham the third okay. and Victory Christian. The upset, this is just always my safe upset to pick. Okay. I think I'm going to go with El Cap in this one. I think... Uh, I think Victory Act actually finished ahead of them in the standings, but El Cap beat them head to head earlier this year. And I think that El Cap, you know, they just they've got the pieces to neutralize what Victory Christian does well. Okay. You know, Christian Ubochi in the middle is tough, but they've got Randy Tucker to you know handle him. Uh, Larry Oldham and Jalen Wilson are solid guards, and you know uh, El Cap has a couple of. Underrated guys, Ja'Cory Harris and, of course, uh, Jacob Fitzner. So I think I'm going to – A little I'm tough, but you're tougher. Or you're tough, we're tough. It's going to be a good game. game. Look, those middle bracket ones are always so juicy because you get the two most actually evenly matched teams, and it just turns into a fun coin toss. Uh, Moving down one slot in the bracket, number five, Imperial, the Tigers. They are league champs this season. Be sure to check out our league championship edition podcast. They are going to take on Escondido Charter. Now, Escondido Charter – uh, is the five they have to travel all the way out to, or is the twelve they have to travel to the five Imperials? So like, guess what we have in this one? Uh, we got a cat fight. We do. We got we got tigers, tigers and the white tigers, tigers and tigers. Um, so uh, who's gonna have their claws out and who's gonna not? Is that I don't know what to do with cat fights wow. there. Um, my cat is lazy and just sits on my couch and is like feeding me. Um, fish, dude. Are my cat and your fish should be friends? I don't think that would work. Um, <laughs> so Imperial, I will go with them. I think that this is a team that has a ton of athleticism yeah. in the paint. And when you have people that can attack, 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 attack the boards, you can ultimately control, even though Escondido Charter has some shooters, when you're just controlling those offensive and defensive rebounds, it's game. I'm going to go with Imperial as well. That drive is not one I envy for David Dosick and the White Tigers of Escondido Charter. Imperial has played a few of the teams in this bracket, um, including San Diego Southwest earlier this year. They lost that game by about 18. I heard it was pretty close, and then San Diego Southwest pulled away at the end of the game. But the Tigers have been built. This has been building for four years. This freshman class, you know, was really good at the JV level. Then, you know, struggled for a couple years at the varsity level. They finally arrived, and they've got some younger pieces, a sophomore Jordan Reed, who's also very special in the football field as well. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to pick Imperial. And I think that the winner of this game is going to go pretty far. In the well, and, and that Imperial team is one of the reasons why I'm picking the field. Uh, the next game is why I was laughing a ton. Um, look, you, you, look, no, 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 Look, 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 look. If you followed our show for a couple of years, or if you haven't, I'll explain it to you um, how this kind of works. It gets boring and tedious to always, when we're doing these selection shows, go with the smart pick, the savvy pick, the intelligent pick. Sometimes, just for the sake of giving you guys something that is not just all of us up here agreeing constantly with every single matchup, you got to roll the dice on a team or two. Mm-hmm. Last year, Hilltop Boys Basketball as the 14th seed, Banked in one against Maranatha. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't remember what the second one was, but it was another upset. Mm-hmm. They routed it off. So, look, 
Hilltop is the 13 seed. I will just go ahead and push all the chips in on they beat O'Farrell, they beat Imperial, and they go into overtime maybe. Like they go down to the wire against Southwest San Diego level, push in all the chips. This is not to say anything against O'Farrell. So if you're from O'Farrell and you're hearing this, you just drew the wrong seat. You could put Cathedral in that seat and I still would take Hilltop over. Like you could put the 96 Bulls and I would still take Hilltop over them. So Aaron, please speak some rationality into this argument. I'm going to throw my chips and with you on this first game. Yes. Um, Come down to my level. Yeah. Uh, Hilltop beat O'Farrell by 37 when they played in the regular season. 88-51. Fair enough. That's not a fluke. On the other side of the bracket, we have number three Mission Vista taking on number 14 Calvin Christian. Mission Vista, very successful shooting team from beyond the arc. I really like what Quinn Elliott and that team is up to this season. So I will take the Vuvs. Aiden Twyman is, when we talked about it a couple of weeks ago, you need a dude to get through some of these games. Jims and Joes. Aiden Twyman's a Joe. And I don't think that Calvin has a guy who can match up with him. So I'm going Mission Vista as well. Next game, number six, Pack Ridge will take on number 11, High Tech San Diego. I like Pack Ridge. They've been a consistently, you know, a, a home game type seed in the playoffs the last couple years. They're moving up. I like them. I will take them here. Taking them too. Um, defensively, they're they're tough. They like to play pack line. They force you to shoot a lot from the outside, which isn't high tech's forte necessarily. And you know they've got some size in the interior as well. So I'm going with the Firebirds. Ooh, I love that mascot. Next one, we got number seven Calexico hosting number ten El Cajon Valley. I'll take El Cajon Valley as the upset here. I I, I like I like something about this D4 bracket being a really battle royale rumble melee type setup this year. I don't know much about Calexico, I'm going to be honest, but I do know a lot about El Cajon Valley. My son's team played against them earlier this year. Davion Rogers is a big follower of, of the podcast, has had a really good year, and he's another Joe in this bracket that I think can actually win a game by himself, so I'm going to go El Cajon Valley as well. Our last game, the number two seeded Mount Carmel versus the 15 seed Crawford. Crawford has had some kids come back late in the season that have changed things. I think that they stunned the world with an upset here. I was very I, I actually was going to pick that until I got a direct message from Dreonte Raymond, their sophomore score virtuoso, out six to eight weeks with a broken ankle. Just as they're getting Ricky Stewart and Jobber Muhammad back. I still like Ricky, man. I, I like Ricky too. I'm I'm going to say Mount Carmel with a confidence level of negative one. I think that Crawford. Here's the thing. Nobody knows what the scale is on. If that's from 1 to 100, negative one. So now you're just throwing imaginary numbers out at people. Basically, imaginary numbers. Fair, fair I'm enough. not very confident in this pick. I'm going to go Mount Carmel tepidly. I, I would not be surprised if we come back here on Thursday and we're talking about a 15 and a 10 seed playing against each other. Fair enough. Well, we'll have to see what happens. We'll be back whatever day, allegedly, all of these do or don't play. Check the max preps things. We're not well-informed on any it's of this, as Wednesday. you can tell. Games will be played on Wednesday. Look, man, I, gotta, I, got, I got so little horsepower left up here to even – I barely – I don't even know how to say your name. I can't even talk right now. I have no voice. I mean, Fair enough. Well, then we'll go on to the next one, Division Three, coming up in just a second. D3? Uh, happy play – do we say happy playoffs? Is it Mary play Mary, up? Good, good, play. good playoffs is so, weird. No, that, yeah, yeah. 
That's like the person that, that like that's a wet that's a wet fish of a handshake. Um, good playoffs, happy playoffs, merry playoffs, festive. Hey, it's the it's a festivus for the rest of us. Uh, uh, Division five is what you have stumbled across, uh, uh, stumbled like my words upon right now. Yep. Uh, we have San Diego Academy, one seed, one seed. Uh, Del Lago, the four seed, Southern Yeshiva, the three seed, and High Tech North County, the two seed. Those four teams are all moving on. They have buys. So when you start bugging out and tweeting, out, well, why didn't you address this team or that team? They're not playing this round, and we're, we're not going to get you all confused about matchups that have not happened yet. So you guys are moving on. We're going to move on as well. Exactly. So uh, to the winner goes the chance to play San Diego Academy. Uh, that'll be, be between San Pasquale and Horizon Prep. Now, Horizon Prep is a young program San Pasqual big school in a small in a small pond um, who do you see taking this one I think San Pasqual gets this one I think we talked about it a couple of weeks ago on the podcast you know you got a big enrollment school a lot of talent on that team for this level I think they overwhelm Horizon Prep and foreshadowing I think they have a chance to get San Diego Academy in the next round deal uh, now for the next one there's going to be a play-in game so the Chula Vista learning Community Center, they win league. Yeah. They now get the chance to take on Mar Vista for the play-in in that next spot. So a pick within a pick, within a pick, you know, nesting dolls here yes. of a pick. <laughs> um, for the play-in, I think that uh, Mar Vista is big and is physical, but I think that there's something special about this Chula Vista Learning Community Center team this year that, you know, they, they, they have a lot of confidence coming off a league win. So I will take them in this one to advance. I'm going to pick Mar Vista. I'm going to pick the bigger school. I just think the bigger school wins out. And unfortunately, because CVLCC doesn't have its own home ga- home gym, they would have hosted this game. Mar Vista's going to host it. Well, then the winner of that game will take on the Cambridge School for the right to take on Del Lago Academy. I told you there's a lot of layers. You've got to follow along with us here. So um, winner of that play-in game, I, we don't need to go through both scenarios, but that Cambridge school is the five seeds. Mm-hmm. So whoever wins that play and obviously has their work cut out for them. They, they but playing two, two days, yeah. But I'm assuming you'll give the same answer about Mar Vista that you would still go with the bigger school um, in that Vista, situation. Yeah, yeah. Um, on to the other side of the bracket, Southern California Yeshiva. You gave them a lot of love this season. They get that buy, like we mentioned. Claremont versus Holtville, the winner of that one to take on Southern California Yeshiva. Uh, are you going to go again with big school theory and back Claremont in this? Or do you see something special in Holtville? You know, Holtville, I had a chance to see them against San Diego Southwest. They got the doors blown off of them. But I I think that this is a fairly even matchup with the exception of the center position. Holtville has a six foot three or foot three, 245 pound, you know, doorstop in the middle. So I think. I'm going to pick Holtville in this one. Fair enough. I uh, I certainly will agree with you. I like size in these smaller brackets. Um, I, I like to, to pick an interior guy. And the other thing, Claremont's best player, Jim Jarvis, quit the team a couple of weeks ago. and It's been noted in their um, scoring ever since. Uh, last game to talk about Liberty Charter versus Rock Academy, winner to take on High Tech North County. Now, I uh, I really think that Liberty Charter – I saw them a couple times this season. They have a little bit of both. They have a little bit of interior. They have a little bit of the shooting on the outside. Questions can always come up if you know team gets hot and gets cold at the right or wrong time. But I like Liberty Charter in this one. I do too. But I, I want to talk about the matchup that I'm looking yeah. most forward to in this is going to be Tyler Snell of Liberty Charter against John Woodworth of the Rock Academy. Two five foot nine ish guards who can shoot the ball from the parking lot. 
and I've seen both of them this year. They're both really fun to watch. That's going to be a really fun matchup within the matchup. But like you mentioned, Liberty Charter has some pretty good size on the interior. Jonah Belprez is 6'5", and then I can't remember their starting center's name, but he's a legit 6'5 and a half, 6'6", as well, rebounding machine. And that gives a lot of the teams in this bracket trouble. So I'm going to pick Liberty Charter. Yeah, look out. Liberty Charter might be my lock for the uh, the sleeper of the, the lowest. They could be. They could be the lowest seed team that, to make a deep run out of all of this. Yeah. So that was Division 5. You can jump back and forth as you wish. But one more time, San Diego Academy, Del Lago Academy, Southern California, Yeshiva, and High Tech North County all get buys. They are the first four seeds. So uh, congratulations to all the teams. First games go down on the 11th, which is Monday for that play-in game, and then Tuesday for the uh, Tuesday and Thursday for Tuesday and Wednesday for that uh, that next round. Um, Looking, some of these are on the 12th, some of these are on the 13th. Uh, It'll be split up, sort of. Everything we'll know will be be back by Wednesday uh, with a full update on the Division 5 bracket. If you want information for others, you can bounce around, find all the other divisions, plus our League Championship Special Edition. Thank you very much, sports fans, and we'll see you in a second. See you guys.